0: a very, very good Easter Friday to friends. Uh, welcome to Friday Live. I'm Jim.
1: And this is Cheryl. Welcome.
0: And we'll be here for the next couple of hours, hoping you'll stay with us uh, during this beautiful Easter day, and indeed, it still is an Easter day. That's right. And we should be celebrating. In fact, that's our text question of the day, or our text uh, quiz of the day, or what do you want to call that? We're asking you if you uh, would like to let us know uh, how are you celebrating your Easter week in these very different circumstances. You can text us at 609-493-8255 throughout the program. Just let us know how you're celebrating Easter week because every day this week is an Easter day, and we should be celebrating and feasting and rejoicing. 609-493-8255. That's the number you can text us, and we'll get it here in the studio to see. And you know, it's funny, you
1: you should say that I had asked um, some of my choir members, of course, we're we're all home and many of them are working from home, but others are retired and, and they're just staying home. And so one lady said she went through all of her recipe files and I was asking them, you know, how are you spending your time? How are you getting through all of this? Um, but along the same lines, it's still Easter season, and it's just so different for all of us. But she said she went through all our recipe files, and she pulled out things that, like from her aunts and grandmothers, real, um, a lot of Polish foods. And she made chocolate babka, and she's mm. making all these things that are very time-consuming mm-hmm. that ordinarily she would not have time to and make. And are
0: there people there to eat all of this that she's well, making? Well,
1: that's the thing. See, if I start baking, it's just, you and I.
0: Just you and me, and that will be it. <laughs> And the cat.
1: That's right. And she likes cake. So.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, we have a lovely program for you today. Uh, joining us a little later on this hour will be, I believe, Angelie Renier. I'm, I'm probably really nice that name. Mm. But she and her family together have written a book called Brick by Brick, Building a Strong Family That Won't Lose Their Faith in a Secular Culture. Mm. And the book uh, is, um, as I said, each, each member of the family. She has grown children. Uh, she and her husband and uh, they each kind of wrote a little something about oh, their that's faith nice. which is, so a she'll be joining us family effort uh-huh and uh, we thought during the Easter season that so many people enjoy the Easter music that we played on Easter Sunday uh, that instead of Saint of the Day for the next uh, number of weeks we're gonna play name that Catholic tune mm-hmm. and you have Easter tunes picked out for the
1: most part yeah. yeah it'll be easter especially today for sure it's easter week
0: we wheeled the piano here into the studio right, so. <laughs> we
1: have a little keyboard and i'll give you a little fragment of a uh, well we'll explain how it works uh, but i'll give you some clues
0: so name that catholic tune
1: and a fragment of the melody
0: oh, very good and then uh, next hour of course we have our gospel reading for divine mercy sunday Uh, the beautiful Gospel of uh, Thomas, Doubting Thomas. Mm -hmm. Um, And Father Gary Koch will uh, be here to give us his reflection on the reading. And then also, uh, later on next hour, since it is Divine Mercy Sunday on Sunday, our good friend Susan Tassoni is here in her book, Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, 365 Reflections Mm -hmm. from the Diary. Uh, So Susan Tassoni will be joining us next hour. And, of course, we have music. Jim's here with the weather a little later on. And all kinds of neat stuff. But don't forget now, during the program for the next two hours, you can text us and let us know how you're spending or celebrating your Easter week. We want to know how you're doing that. But first, I we're guess
1: gonna. Children are on spring break, right? For the most part. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, that kind of been
1: on yeah, spring break.
0: Just give it a different name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, no, Mike! They're not quarantined this week. They're on spring break.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's different.
0: Different. Uh, by the way, speaking of that, all, all kidding aside, this is a, actually got a prayer request from someone who asks us to pray for her daughter, saying that she, um, of course, is home now and she has not received a single phone call from any of her friends or anything. So she has, she feels lonely, obviously. So we'll pray for that young lady,
2: yes, and
0: uh, you know that she is that her friends reach out. As they used to say in the old AT and T commercials, reach out and touch someone. Right? Well,
1: just reach out. Yeah. reach out and call someone. Yeah. But the other thing, and I know we want to pray. I'm, I'm just thinking. I was thinking that too. It's amazing. The other day, I thought I haven't heard. From anyone, like I
0: except me, yeah,
1: <laughs> that's right. But I, I had to always look at my work situation and all the people, the staff, and the person. I haven't gotten and,
0: any calls either.
1: I know. <laughs> <laughs> and my I choir. don't know.
0: We're all my friends,
1: but everybody's in the same boat. So you just turn it around. They might be sitting home saying, "My goodness, we yeah. haven't heard from Cheryl. We haven't heard one thing." So I sent everybody an email: "How are you doing? Let us know." And, and mm. they were glad to receive it, but sometimes we have to be the ones to make that phone call
0: yeah, i'm still waiting
2: though well, the okay. other day
0: the other day we're sitting around and you did say why don't you go to work now <laughs> <laughs> we're getting know. a taste get of it. retirement i don't get it <laughs> all right let's pray my friends and wherever you are listening and of course we're on all of our domestic church media radio stations right now coming to you live uh, but also streaming audio our free mobile app all of the Amazon and Google Home speaker devices coming to you live also. You can watch the program on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Media. We're wearing our Easter colors today. Very, very We are. Very, very, pink and you blue. have pastel and I have bright well, blue. Tell,
1: I have to say, I wore this for a special reason. It was a year ago today that Notre Dame in Paris yeah, mm-hmm. was burning. So is that where that's so from? I got this from there. It was a gift. Very nice so in honor of them because they had to stop their reconstruction Mm -hmm. you know
0: okay let's begin in the name of the father and of the son of the holy spirit amen Amen. and uh, this is a prayer an easter prayer attributed to saint bernard of clairvaux lord you've passed over into new life and you now invite us to pass over also in these past days we have grieved at your suffering and mourned at your death we have given ourselves over to repentance and prayer to abstinence and gravity now at Easter, you tell us that we have died to sin yet If this be true how can we remain on earth how can we pass over to your risen life while we are still in this world will we not be just as meddlesome just as lazy just as selfish as before will we not still be bad tempered and stubborn and meshed in all the vices of the past we pray that as we pass over to you our faces will never look back instead let us like you make heaven on earth and our prayers to Saint Michael and to our Blessed Mother, Holy Father, asks us to pray these prayers every day to protect the Church from the attacks of the devil. And so we pray: Saint Michael the Archangel, defend, defend us in battle; be our, our protection against the wickedness, against wickedness and snares of the devil. Of the devil. May, May God, God rebuke him, him. We humbly pray. pray and do thou, O Prince of, of the Heavenly Host, by the, the power of God, God, cast into hell Satan and, and all, all the evil, evil spirits, spirits who prowl about, about the, the world, world seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We fly to thy protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities, necessities, but but deliver deliver us always from from all dangers, dangers, O glorious glorious and blessed blessed Virgin. Amen. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray Pray for for us. us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray Pray for for us. us. St. Pope John Paul II, pray Pray for us. us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. And again, friends, we're taking your text. You can let us know how you are celebrating your Easter week, special things you're doing, since it's a, a quite an unusual Easter week uh, than, more than well, I guess, most unusual we've ever had in our lives, probably, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. confined to our homes. Um, you can text, though, to 609-493-8255. <laughs> That's 609-493-8255. We'd love to hear from you. And actually, you did hear, we had the you know, 11 hours of continuous uninterrupted Easter music on Sunday. But you've been hearing some, getting some comments.
2: I
1: know. God bless you. And, that, you know, that music was brought to you by you because you had um, emailed or texted or, or called in all your favorites with hallelujahs and without just um, a, a real mix, a lot of joyful music, though. And um, that was a lot of fun to mm-hmm. put together. And thank you, everyone. Didn't someone
0: tell you they put their speakers out on the porch that, uh, upon it. my recommendation to yeah. get it out in, in the neighborhood?
1: Somebody put their speaker out on their porch. And when the Hallelujah Chorus ca- came on, she said she just cranked it up to the tippy top. Well, that's good. We should be doing that. Sing the doing Hallelujah throughout that. the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah,
0: very good. So we'd like to hear that. And um, uh, we had fun putting those uh, those music sets together. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to get them on the on the app Because there is a way to do it, but I couldn't figure it out yesterday. So I have to call the support team down there who handles our app and see how we can get that on there. But put that whole music set on there so you can have Easter music playing for the next 50
2: days
1: (laughs) and just be able to hear it again.
0: That's right. Okay, we'll take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be joined by Anjali. I'm going to say, Uh, she certainly will let, let me know how to pronounce her name properly and correctly. But she and her family have written a book called Brick by Brick Building a Strong Family That Won't Lose Their Faith in a Secular Culture. So she'll be with us shortly. Stay with us. There's more to come on Friday Live, and we'll be right back. Well, welcome back. And, uh, you know, one of the, we've been doing this obviously a long time, and one of the most common prayer requests, or probably the most common prayer requests we've gotten over the past number of years, as long as we've been doing this, is please pray for my adult children who have left the church. Right. And uh, right. the secular culture out there is a great lure, especially when the the kids leave the house and go to college. Or. Anyway, we want to welcome An- Angele uh, Renier, and she and her husband, Andre, have and family have written a book called Brick by Brick, Building a Strong Family That Won't Lose Their Faith in a Secular Culture. Angele, welcome to the program.
4: Thank you. It's, it's very good. nice to be here.
0: Nice to have you here with us. Uh, so tell us a little bit about, about yourself. You and your husband actually should be very active in, in, uh, in the church in, in many ways. Tell us a bit about, first of all, your background.
4: So my husband
5: and I are founders of Catholic Christian Outreach, which is a ministry you may be familiar with, uh focus in the states, or a thing called Outreach, where we do campus evangelization. And that came out of our university years of really growing in our faith and having great uh, friends and opportunities to do mission and small group studies and things like that. But those things, honestly, didn't really exist much for Catholics in the 80s, way back. So we decided to create something that had those elements, which we found in our evangelical brothers and sisters, and make it a Catholic experience, because, you know, like so many Catholics were losing their faith or becoming Protestant, and they just didn't see, think be anything that was trying to reach them at that age in a very, um, I guess, clear and um, and compelling way. So we've been doing this kind of work. For three decades in Canada, and our ministry reaches out across the world. But we're particularly—you can find us in Uganda, on campuses there.
2: Oh wow! Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: World—it's a world project.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we do have a heart for the world. Mm -hmm.
0: The book, Brick by Brick: Building a Strong Family That Won't Lose Their Faith in a Secular Culture, is published by Sophia Institute Press. That's SophiaInstitute.com. But you and your husband and your children all contributed to this book, correct?
5: Mm-hmm. That's right,
0: so tell us a bit about it all how wrote
5: us together
0: yeah, how you how, now how, how did that work out for you that's That's a big project when you're dealing with uh, you have grown children obviously, and that contributed with your husband um what what brought that about? Well, how did you get them involved
5: so the, the project began through all these university students we've worked with over the decades who have now grown up, have their own families are grazing children, and as they've watched us grow while they're growing. They've seen um, the faith and active uh, engagement our children have in their faith. Okay? So they're looking at it and they're like, So, how did you guys do that? And we kind of dismissed them um, for many, many years. And then the, the noise got a little louder. How did you guys do that? Because our three oldest adult children are all full time missionaries, their spouses are full time missionaries, and our daughters, uh, the younger two, are. Very engaged in church and, and love the Lord. So it's beginning it to be a little bit hard to say, like, uh, maybe it's not such a big deal.
2: <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. it is
5: a little bit extraordinary. So when the question of what did you guys do came up for the thousandth time, um, I told my husband I wasn't willing to try to answer that question unless the kid answered it with us. Right. Because Really, what is it that helped them to have this um, decision to be disciples? What helped them make that decision? It's not like we forced it on them. So what what were the things in their culture that helped, in the family culture that helped them do that? So how we decided to tackle the question and the kids said, yes, we would be involved, is honestly we'd go to mass, we'd have brunch, and then we'd sit around the living room for two or three hours and talk about what went well, what contributed, what were those key principles that maybe were at play. And so those principles are the seven of which we make the chapters in the book. And then the work of actually doing the writing. So as you intonated, a big project to involve 10 people and delegate things out and have everybody reach their deadlines and family, which is amazing after doing that whole
1: project. That was my next question only because the other night we were flipping through the channels and there was some little silly sitcom on and uh, the husband and wife decided to write a book together well, it, you know, it did not go well and it turned out to be almost <laughs> third the third world war, so um, how beautiful that is that the family could work together and y- you think, well, I'm just going to send my kids to Catholic school and we're going to be the, a good example and we're going to go to mass together and it seems like today you have to do more than that because we know so many people who did that. the children attended Catholic school, maybe even Catholic high school, even a Catholic college and um, something still didn't take or click and the the adult children now are not going to church. So is there anything that really jumps out if if somebody had to ask, okay what what are the top one or two or three things that maybe you did differently than your average family who was just trying to set a good example.
5: Yeah, I think there were a few things that maybe, I mean, the seven principles we have there are, are for sure there, but the. the oh, different part
2: of
1: it, maybe. I'm sorry. We've
5: we, just please, lost um, your
2: f-
1: we lo- the, just the
5: word. Disciples.
0: Actually, no, Angel. If we, wherever, whatever you were we doing, we
5: anticipated that our children would actually be disciples, that they themselves would make a choice to be a follower of God, to be a follower of Jesus, to be in a active, intimate, personal relationship with Jesus. And so, this was our our disposition. This is what we expected would happen in their lives. This is how we raise them to encounter God. How to to encounter the Lord in prayer in very personal ways, that they could speak to him conversationally, that he would answer their prayers, and that at some point in their growing, there would be a place for them to actually choose to orient their life um, in a sort of an adult vision sort of way that the catechism speaks of, like to make this sort of um, definitive decision that I'm going to live my life as a follower of God.
0: And so we
5: anticipated that and built up towards that with with all of our children. hmm. The other side of it is missionary disciples. And so from a very young age as well, we wanted our children to have a missionary heart, for them to have a concern for others um, in every way, um, corporately and spiritually, that they would see that we are all free.
0: Angel, 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 I'm going to stop you for a second there. Angel, Angel, I'm going to stop you there for a second.
5: I don't know if she
0: can, can Angel, can you hear me? Angel, can you hear me? We have
5: a place to help them come back to the Father, and so that sounds very theological and elevated. But that means, as a, a child in kindergarten dealing with a difficult child, how do we help this child have a passionate stamp, or to pray for this child, or to want to Talk to their friend about Jesus. So these sorts of, in um, the very beginning up until the, the, you know, the middle years and then into high school and whatever, was a age-appropriate application of this living relationship with Jesus and this um, disposition of witnessing to the faith in, um, in a concern, a loving concern.
0: Anjal, I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna ask you if you are you on a speaker phone because you're, you're fading in and out on us here. Are you are you on a speaker?
1: I think we. are. can you, can you hear me? Are you there? Yeah,
0: can you hear us? If you're on a speaker, maybe just talk on the headset if you can, on the phone itself. Oh, can you hear me that that's much better nothing went wrong you were fading honestly. Okay. did you
5: there. hear my answer though well we, <laughs> the, was, in bits and pieces i'm you, sorry
0: it was fading and i wasn't sure if you were on a speakerphone or what it, it, it just was coming mm. in this is much much better much clearer so we appreciate okay. that okay um in in the notes that i received here I, that's one thing that, that kind of leapt out at me a little bit here was that uh it says that you raised your you and your husband raised your children to have a personal relationship with jesus Live your their faith dynamically and have an evangelistic, evangelistic heart mm-hmm. while remaining ordinary, well-rounded, approachable people passionate about regular life. That's a delicate balance because yes. a lot of times when, when, when people, and God bless them, they, they have this great zeal for the faith and love for the Lord, and they kind of enter into a different zone sometimes, and people may feel they're not approachable. And, and that one of the keys to evangelism is to be be approachable.
5: Yes it's like an art um trying to explain how to how to put all that together and um we have a few chapters on that one is called in the world but not of the world yes good and it's you know how to be relevant how to be you know normal enough of what is current in our culture but not to be exposing children to things that are harmful or, or negative. and that takes a lot of research actually but it, we we wanted to to pursue that not only for our children's moral development but also for their missionary development because you can't like you said you can't be missionary unless you know how to have a conversation with someone who's not into faith.
2: Hmm. Well, so I you mean, have
5: to be able to speak about something that's common in the culture and not be so otherworldly that you're you're not
2: hmm.
5: not any good here. You
2: know. Right, and mm-hmm.
0: and the best example of that was our Lord Himself when He would He would go to where he was needed. You know, he didn't wait for people to come to him. He he went to where he needed to go and and in, in spite of was, you know ab- ab- objections from others, you know, how can you dine with those sinners? How can you dine with that tax collector? And mm-hmm. he he gave the great example of the, they need these people they're sick. They need a doctor basically and yeah. I'm here right. for them. So that is that is a, a very delicate especially these days, I think, because you know uh, there, mm-hmm. There is so much out there that can, can really lure, especially young people, away from, from uh, the Lord. Um, yeah. And so, again, we're talking with uh, Angèle Rignier and she and her husband Andre have written the book called Brick by Brick, Building a Strong Family That Won't Lose Their Faith in a Secular Culture, written by the whole family, actually published by Sophia Institute press and that's sophiainstitute.com, at the website there. Um, so were there any true life stories along the way, Angel that 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 you know jumped out at you and, and really uh, helped you or, or kind of opened your eyes a little bit to uh, circumstances uh, that should be addressed?
5: Well there the, the book is full of stories actually, which helped us to figure out what are those principles because the kids would bring up incidents, that happened that were that marked them in a certain way, that gave them um, an orientation for their life. So trying to choose one is like, wow, um, mm. kind of hard because the book is probably has fifty different stories. But just on that topic we were just on, the um, the in the World, not of the world, there's a story we tell um, in the teenage years of um, our son learning how to actually hang out with his friends in high school and even go to a party. Without getting caught into drinking or um, whatever nonsense happens at a party, mm-hmm. but to be able to go and be with his friends and be normal but not have to do the things without also having fear of these people. and so that was the, the I guess the timely decision we made at where he was at in his own maturity that we knew he could handle saying no, but his problem was that he was afraid oh. of how his friends were. Yeah. And so my husband was really aware of what his strengths and his weaknesses were. And he, he said to him, like, I want you to go to the party. I don't want you to drink. In fact, your first drink is going to be with me when you're 18. Mm. But I want you to go and I want you to just be with your friends. And I want you to be good and I want you to be funny. And I want you to be there because they need to see you being a good person, even in their environment, which, like you said, is just like Jesus so this was a really hard decision for me, watching my husband <laughs> navigate my son this way. I was like, oh my gosh, what if, you know, what right. if he goes down? And for my son, it was hard. He was like, I, I don't know how. I'll feel awkward if I don't have a drink. I, uh, you know, all of these things are right. going through his mind. But he did great. He did great. He, he had a great time. He was really funny. He's a very funny guy. Mm-hmm. And um, his friends respected him, and he realized, wow, like, these people aren't bad people. They're just <laughs> people searching for good things fundamentally, right? Right, right. and just sometimes— Friendship, love.
1: Right. You know? And sometimes they just make poor choices. But how mm-hmm. in tune you, and especially your husband, was in this particular situation— Um, You knew the ins and outs of of what made your son tick, like you said, where the weaknesses were. Peer pressure is so great. But um, I bet your son felt very good, like it was a successful venture for him.
5: Yes, it was. It was a success for him. And I think it helped him actually to become the missionary that he is today because now he is a um, university-based missionary, Okay. And he's made a challenge to himself to reach out to people who are cooler than himself. Mm -hmm. So that's hard, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he knows that if I reach for someone who's cooler, that's more intimidating, (laughs) that they will actually have greater influence for the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. So I think that event that happened in his, you know, grade 11 year or whatever it was, helped to prepare him to be confident in who he, he is. To meet people where they are, to not be intimidated by what they're up to, but to know fundamentally at their base they are loved, they are good, and they have, and the Lord has something more for them mm-hmm. and he's an awesome missionary. (laughs) I'm sure he has so many men involved. It's great.
0: That's great. Well, uh, we've been talking with Angela Renier. She and her husband, Andre, and her whole family have uh, composed a book, Brick by Brick, Building a Strong Family That Won't Lose Their Faith in a Secular Culture. It is published by uh, Sophia Institute Press. That's sophiainstitute.com, their website. Uh, Angela, thank you so much for sharing uh, with us today. We really appreciate you being with us.
5: Thank you, and uh, happy
1: Octave of
0: Easter. Thank you. God yeah, bless you, same. and happy Easter, I,
1: I look forward to reading all the stories. God bless you for doing this. Thank you. God bless you. S- stay well. All
0: right, Bye-bye. friends, and you stay where you are, friends. We'll be back in just a bit. Don't go away.
6: Sons and daughters, let us sing the King of Heaven, the glorious King, or death today rose triumphing. Hallelujah!
7: Hallelujah!
6: Hallelujah! Hallelujah! That Easter. Slay, Hallelujah.
0: that song
1: gee i have to think about it
0: god gave us <laughs> night and day so we could play and pray together so now let's see what's heading our way as jim gives us the weather all righty that means it's time for our domestic church media meteorologist and talking to us live from the domestic church media weather center
4: <laughs> jim hoffman is that the- <laughs> that was funny? What's the name of that
1: song? <laughs> we'll give you a shot at that one, Jim.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, how many choices do I get? <laughs> yeah, right. It's a multiple choice question. It's Alleluia, 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 or Alleluia. <laughs> or, or all the above. Or all the above. That's right. Very good. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Are, are you having a blessed Easter? It still is Easter Day.
4: Still Easter was today. Today is the. Uh, what was today? The um, eighth day of the
0: octave? It's the... the. Uh,
4: well,
1: seven?
0: Well, eighth seven, is Sunday. Seven, eight. Sunday is the eighth right, day, so, so tomorrow's the seventh, today's the so,
1: sixth. So they count Easter as one.
0: Well, that's all one day. Okay. Oh, oh, Easter oh, Friday,
2: <laughs> not Easter See, Sunday. See, I can't count.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and, enjoying, enjoying the day, Jim? I just, yeah, I, it's a nice day. I I, st- I still work, so I haven't been able to make it outside yet today. Oh, I to go see. to the mailbox.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I I stepped outside but before outside. It's a little chilly out there today. It is
4: a little chilly. Yeah, it's a little a uh, little chilly for this time of year for sure.
0: But you're having a blessed Easter, so that's good.
4: Absolutely, it's it's Wonderful. a little different watching you know, watching mass on TV. Yes. Yeah. Um, but hopefully that this will be over soon and we'll be able to move on. Right. Um, and yeah, I, I heard in, uh, I think it was New Mexico, they're starting to... They have
0: uh, public mass.
4: Uh, yeah. yeah, having public masses yeah. and restrictions are loosening a bit. That's you good.
1: know, um, earlier we said... Um, Like, religion is like medicine for people. Um, And we're looking at all these essential businesses that are open, and the liquor stores are open. Okay, for some, that's their medicine. The uh, medical marijuana is open. Okay, for some, that's their medicine. The pharmacies are open for real medicine. But for some who don't imbibe and all that stuff, they just want to go to church. They just want to go to Mass and receive our Lord, Mm. which is, in itself, the best medicine. So I hope we're on the front lines of reopening
4: yeah and um yeah I've been thinking about that a lot, just talking to my wife about um you know the bishops loosening restrictions in areas where it makes sense where there's not a lot of um you know not a lot of uh positive cases so mm-hmm. because the um you know the governors can't really restrict mass, but it's the bishops that have been sort of making up their own minds and putting in the restrictions so so hopefully you know we'll we'll start to see this roll out across the country like we see it in in new mexico especially you know in areas where there's not a lot of uh, positive cases right um but unfortunately we live in an area where the new jersey new york metropolitan area where there's you know quite a few cases although um it looks like we've reached the plateau but still yeah. I mean, I haven't, you still want to be careful.
0: I haven't seen the breakdown, though, of New Jersey regionally. Like, are there m- m- many more cases up north than there would be down in the Cape May area? You know, I mean, is it – what's I, – yes.
2: I I Yeah, break- I
4: can send you a link. There's a, there's a link that shows county by county. And, ah. and, uh, you're You're absolutely correct that there's more cases. I mean, you can – they have a graphic, and you can see the cluster around New York City, right. northern New Jersey right. okay. area. yeah, right. that makes sense. Yeah,
0: send me that link, Jim.
4: Yeah. So, what's sure. in
0: store for our rest of our Easter weather?
4: Well, you, you know, it's um, you were mentioning it's a little chilly out there and places north, and and what I mean is north of New Jersey, maybe uh, you know into New York State. There, there might be a little bit of snow coming tonight, but for us starting tonight it's just going to be a chilly rain uh, so that will start um, later this evening with a low around 45 degrees and then Saturday that rain continues mainly in the morning uh, mostly cloudy with a high near 55 and the winds are going to pick up a bit so we could have some wind gusts as high as 25 miles an hour tomorrow so yeah I like I like when it's 55 degrees because I'm thinking I can get out and ride my bike but <laughs> when it's blowing at 25 miles per hour you know I Right. I stay inside because right. it's uh, – I, I don't like driving like against the wind, especially <laughs> that, right. you know, that fast.
2: That's
4: right. Uh, Saturday night, mostly clear, low around 35. Sunday, Sunday's going to be a nice day, um, mostly sunny, high near
8: 63.
4: Sunday night, cloudy, low around 46. And then as we move into Monday, first day of the work week, we have a chance of rain in the morning into early afternoon on Monday becoming partly sunny in the afternoon with a high near 58. So not too bad. And looking into next week, looks like we're going to have high temperatures in the low 60s, looks like lows in the 40s. Um, And on and off chances of rain, especially later in the week, but uh, not looking too bad. And um, looks like we'll we'll at least get part of the weekend. Um, Looks good. Uh, A little bit of your rain there on Saturday, but Sunday looks really nice. Beautiful. Wonderful.
0: Beautiful.
1: Spring is upon us.
0: Well, yes, yes. And uh, we'll hope that uh, it gets even a little warmer as we go along. Mm-hmm. And you know, we midway, mid-April now, mid-April. Mm-hmm. So, But, Jim, thank you yeah, so mid-April. much. For, yeah, I know. And thank, thank you so much for uh, all you do for us. And we certainly wish you and Jackie and your family a very blessed Easter. And thank you for uh, being with us today. We'll talk to you next week, I guess
4: hallelujah hallelujah hallelujah
6: try to think right, take care. <laughs> <and> <laughs> day, so we could play and pray together so now let's see what's headed our way
0: as Jim gives us the way All right, it's time to name that Catholic tune. We haven't
1: heard that little jingle in a while. No, we haven't
0: played this game in a while. Mm. So uh, what are we going to, how are we going to, what are we doing? I know we we wheeled the world, into the studio.
1: (laughs) I think what I'll do is just give you a few clues, not a whole lot, because I I know a lot of people out there aren't studying their hymn history. But um, I'll give you a few little descriptive clues, and then they call... Af- right as after I play, you're gonna
0: play a little little bit of it.
1: Yeah, so you can be ready right on with- the
0: mighty world sir.
1: Yeah, so you hear the little <laughs> instrumental clip. I'm just gonna play a couple of measures, a few little phrases. And then you can call if you think you know what it is. Okay, so it this is good.
0: This is new. We've never had a piano in the studio before, so this is going to be good. I was thinking about when we eventually have the radiothon, we can have live music too, like on on the telethons, <laughs> entertainment throughout the, throughout the, the radiothon. Anyway, so so Cheryl's going to give some clues, then she's going to play a bit of the melody, and then if you think you know what the the uh, name of that Catholic tune is, give us a call at six oh nine. Four nine three eight two five five. That's six zero nine four nine three eight two five five. And Cheryl's going to give some clues now.
1: Okay. So uh, this hymn indeed breaks the darkness of Good Friday as we enter into the joyful light of Easter Sunday morning. It's a bold and triumphant hymn, strongly written, and most likely sung in every church. As we open Easter Sunday in masses, services, and otherwise, for years and years, I'm sure. Its original title, can I give the original title? Because it's not called. I I don't know. I can. It's called Hymn for Easter Day. So that could be anything. Hymn for Easter Day. But that's not the title anymore. Somewhere along the line. But
0: originally, it was Hymn, H-Y-M-N, for Easter Day.
1: Hymn for Easter Day, and it had 11 verses. So they're still singing it back when. <laughs> the, entrance, the entrance, hymn, goes on for goes a long on time.
0: For a while, yeah.
1: um, it was written by Charles Wesley, as so many of those early hymns were in the uh, 1700s, and this specific hymn was written for the first service in the first Wesleyan chapel in England. Mm. But as you know, many hymns in our books come from our Protestant brothers and sisters because they were so early promoting congregational singing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I can give you one more clue here. The words and music came to the fore in 1708, 1708. And so it looks like poetry, you know, but then mm-hmm. many years later, around 1780, they added um they added an alleluia to it, just as we heard earlier. <laughs> they added some alleluia. More alleluia. Yeah, so. Okay, so do you want to hear a little smidge? Okay, yeah,
0: stroll over there to the Wurlitzer. <laughs> yeah. Swing your mic around a little bit so we can oh. we can pick it up. Remember that? There we go. All right. Like so. okay. Carol's going over to the Wurlitzer now. Yeah,
1: and it's actually going to be a lot. Little... Now, I'm
0: going to give, let me the phone number first 609 493 8255. That's the number to call when you think you know what the name of this hymn is, 609 609- 4938255 Ready? Yeah. Got to turn it on.
1: That's right. <laughs> this technology, I don't know. I, I
0: The Mighty Wurlitzer.
1: Yeah. It's going to be just a little piano sound. That's all
0: you Ooh, get. Play it again. Okay. 609-493-8255. If you know the name of this hymn 609-493-8255. People have probably sung this this past every, every Easter,
1: Easter right? of their life. And, of course, that's not the very beginning. It's, no, uh,
0: nobody's calling. Got to get a little more. The phones. Oh, here we go. Some, come someone, now. Okay, here we go. Someone did, did call in. Hi, you're on the air. What's your name where are you calling from?
9: Mariola from East Brunswick, New Jersey.
0: Oh, Mariola okay. from East Brunswick. Very nice. And uh, what do you think the name of this hymn is?
9: Is it Jesus Christ is risen today? Yes, 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 yes. Ah,
0: Very good, Mary. <laughs> Jesus Christ is risen today.
1: Hallelujah. Everyone now. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought, well, I'm going to start with a real easy one. So, do you and go live
9: music? Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Now, very what's
0: your parish answer. over there in East Brunswick? St. Bart's?
9: It is St. Bartholomew Parish mm-hmm. on Riders Lane. Sure.
1: sure. And I, I imagine you're not having any masses open, daily mass or anything, right?
9: No, but they do have, um, they do have the online, and it's been streaming, and it's really been working out nicely.
1: Oh, wonderful.
9: But not the same as being there, of course.
1: No, absolutely not. Do you do anything different? You know, you read all these articles, and I spend a little bit too much time like perusing Facebook and whatnot. But do you do anything differently? Like they say, oh, you could lower the lights or put on a candle. What do you do?
9: I do actually in my living room I have a... The picture of the Divine Mercy, and I do have a candle there. And you know, I have to say, I've been praying the Rosary late in the evening, and it's it's bad because I do fall asleep. So that's not good. But I do like to pray in front of the the picture.
1: Oh, that's that's great. Very yeah, great. I mean, they say you watch Mass at home. You, you don't want to be in the recliner, you know, like with a little drink or something. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the mass,
0: people get too used to that. They want to That's head right. on back. That's
1: right. I try to bring a straight back chair, and I thought I'm going to sit on the edge of the chair and be like a little uncomfortable. I even wanted to dress up on Easter Sunday. I thought, by golly, no one's going to see she me. She wanted to put on a hat
0: and walk around the neighborhood like an Easter yeah, parade.
1: I did. I thought I had to do something else.
0: <laughs> well, Mary, thank you so much for playing. You are our winner today. I'm going to put you on hold, so don't hang up, and then Cheryl will get on the phone and get some information from you. Okay.
9: Okay, thank you so very much and continue your wonderful work. I saw you on EWTN, and I have to say, um, sir, you resemble... Frank Sinatra, growing <laughs> you <he was>
0: younger. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, there is. I always forget, if this Catholic radio thing doesn't work out, I can always go back to the saloons. That's, my
9: that's right. And you are such a beautiful couple. I, it, it was this program that showed you, you know, in your youth, the two of you, and, and your ministry, and it was so great. It was so wonderful to see, you know, your faces, because I always hear the voices. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, thank, thank you, Mary. Mary. God
0: bless you for well, that.
1: You should be with us in quarantine. It's not
9: as happy-go-lucky. Uh, yeah, that, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not that happy-go-lucky. Couple now,
9: online are hysterical, especially with the women with the long nails and the gray hair and all that. <laughs> <you know?
0: laughs> That's right. There was one, I think a woman was digging a grave in the backyard. And I, was, I don't know. My wife's outside, doing a plant something. I'm not quite sure what it is, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: okay. uh, Mary, God bless you. Hold hang on. on,
0: don't hang up, okay? Happy Easter to you, thank you. And friends, you stay where you are. We're gonna be back with more Friday Live. Don't go away.
6: sons of men and angels say hallelujah raise your joys and triumphs high hallelujah See you.
0: All right! Congratulations, to Mary from East Brunswick, our yes, winner today. Wonderful. We'll Hopefully, playing "Name That Catholic Tune" for the next number of weeks throughout, throughout Easter. Let's just yes. keep the music playing. Great job! And thank you, Mary, for saying that I looked like Frank Sinatra.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I should have asked her if she was in the choir because she had a lovely yeah. voice. There, yeah. we started singing "Jesus Christ Is That's Risen." That's right. Today. Maybe she's in the Maybe Saint Bartholomew's Choir. I said Maybe. Saint
0: Bart's Saint Bartholomew. It is.
1: It is. I, I we called it always, Saint
0: Bart's when I was growing up.
1: I know exactly where it is. Yeah, I absolutely do.
0: All right, well, we're going to take a break, uh, and another big hour of Friday Live coming up. Next hour, we're going to have our gospel reading for this Sunday's gospel. Our friend Father Gary Koch is here with a reflection for this Sunday's gospel, and then uh, more music, and later on, our friend Susan Tosoni. Fr- uh, Sunday is Divine Mercy Sunday, and Susan's written a book called Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, 365 Reflections from the Diary. So stay with us for that. We'll be back in just a bit. Don't go away. More to come on Friday Live.
1: on these domestic church media stations. Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Sister Ann Shields speaking to you from Food for the Journey, a program that is heard on domestic church radio Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. I want to encourage you to listen to that program, not because I'm doing it, but because I speak of the scripture readings for the day and the word of God is what gives us life. Brothers and sisters, want to work today, a virtual miracle
4: for your church or charity? Here's something so brilliant yet so simple and meaningful, you have to check it out. It's an internet site called GoodShop.com. GoodShop.com has created a way that lets you support any charity of your choice, and it costs you nothing. The good news is, 700 of the largest internet retailers, stores you already visit online, have teamed up with GoodShop.com to give back a percentage of every purchase you make to your favorite cause. Before you buy anything online, Line, go to GoodShop.com, select the charity you care about most, and then click over to your favorite store. Shop as you normally would, pay nothing extra, and a donation will be made to your favorite charity. It's that easy. Visit GoodShop.com
0: today and designate domestic church media as your favorite charity, and a portion of your internet purchase will be donated to domestic church media and enable us to continue to bring you outstanding Catholic radio. That's GoodShop.com and designate domestic church media as your favorite
10: charity goodshop.com. I didn't take my faith seriously, which, which
7: probably means I, I never really got it to begin with. No, I didn't want to give up sin. Miss, the reason we sin is because sin is fun. But it's, it's self-love sin. But it's amazing with God's grace how easy trying to not sin it really is. If you've been away from the
6: Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today. 60 Seconds with Mother Angelica.
3: We need to pray for the gift of knowledge, not just knowledge of our faults, but knowledge of God. Do you know God? Or is he just somebody that you go to when you're in trouble? This gift of knowledge is a certain amount of detachment. Oh, we don't want to hear about that, do you? We, we're attached to everything little things, silly things, chairs. Don't sit in my chair. Why? Because it just fits me.
2: <laughs>
3: it doesn't fit you. You're too fat.
2: <laughs>
3: well, if you ever said that to somebody, you're attached to what? A chair. You can be attached to God, and you can love everybody. You can love your children, and love your parents, and love even your enemies. But attachments take the soul out of your heart.
0: The people you know and trust are
10: on EWTN. Hi, I'm Mike Walsh, co-host of Talking Catholic. Every week, our show will bring you in-depth interviews with the hardworking people doing the Lord's work in parishes, schools, and ministries. Our increasingly secularized world often makes it easy to forget that we are surrounded by wonderful workers in the vineyard. On Talking Catholic, we will bring you their perspectives on how we can better serve God
7: and our neighbors. Tune in to Talking Catholic on Sundays at 11 a.m. and Mondays at 4 p.m.
0: This is WFJS 1260 AM, Trenton, WFJS 89.3 FM, Freehold, WGYM 1580 AM, Hamilton, and WSMJ 91.9 FM, North Wildwood, Cape May. Communicating Hope on Domestic Church Catholic Radio. Welcome back, friends, on this Easter Friday uh, to Friday Live. I'm Jim.
1: And this is Cheryl. Thanks and for staying with we're us. we're happy
0: you're here uh, celebrating this Easter day together and praying you are having a blessed Easter day. So great a solemnity is Easter that it lasts for eight days. It's like Christmas.
1: But we're out of candy.
0: Yeah, I ate all those jelly beans. <laughs> <We I bought. laughs> the jelly bean jar empty. I saw was two empty. little pieces of chocolate, though, on the table this morning. Yes, you so can have those. You don't want them? No. No? It was good,
1: but you know now you can get all the chocolate for fifty or seventy percent off. Oh yeah, quarantine chocolate, you know.
0: Well, We support our local businesses. Like today, every Friday we've been doing we 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 call next door to King's Pizza, which is right next door to our building here, right. and have them deliver lunch. And uh, actually, I, I have them deliver dinner too. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so all in support of the local well, businesses. That's I mean, right, that's
0: why. and they're they're wonderful next door to us. So Very uh, good. we uh, want to support them. These these little businesses are taking it on the chin, you know. So I read I read something somewhere somebody said, you know, when when everything does get back to, you know, somewhat normal and the government is sending out this these checks and you know, a lot of people really do need them. Some people don't need them. Right. I always say if you don't need it, you might want to donate it to charity.
1: Like, right? Ah, why not?
0: <laughs> but instead of like, you know, taking trips overseas, go here and, and and support all these places that we have in this country that really right. are, are really right. hurting.
1: And you know, so many cities have these great little downtown and mm-hmm. mom-and-pop kind of cafes and state parks. I mean, there's so much that you could do right here in the United States. Yeah, so.
0: All right, well, it is time for our Gospel, for this Sunday's Gospel, the second Sunday of Easter, Divine Mercy Sunday. And uh, Cheryl will uh, read the Gospel for us, and then Father Gary Koch will give us a reflection.
1: This is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst, and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book, but these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise 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 to you, you, Lord Lord Jesus Jesus Christ.
0: Christ.
10: Before we can fully enter into the depth of the meaning of the Paschal Mystery, we need to grasp the very core of our humanity. It was, after all, our essential humanity that Jesus saved through his passion and death, and it is that death which he defeats through the power of his resurrection. That is the fundamental element of the story of our salvation, but it isn't simply an event of the distant past or even our own personal life story. Salvation, the forgiveness of our sins, is an ever-present reality with each and every one of us throughout the totality of our own lives. On this second Sunday of Easter, we celebrate now the solemnity of the divine mercy. Though relatively new as a feast, based on the revelations to St. Faustina, the reality of God's mercy is central to our theological and liturgical lives. We know that through his death and resurrection, Jesus takes away the sin of the world, Jesus died for the forgiveness of our sins, both collectively as human beings and individually as human persons. So then why is it necessary for us to continue to seek forgiveness of those sins? Has it not all already been accomplished? The best way to approach an answer to that question is the theological response of yes and no. It is because of the fullness of our salvation having been accomplished that we are predestined for eternal life through the gift of our baptism, and by the constancy of our participation in the Paschal Mystery once and for all. At the same time, it is important to note that Jesus addressed to his disciples on that very first night of the resurrection that they were given the power over sin. The disciples are charged with the awesome responsibility to forgive or to hold bound the sins of the community and of individual persons because of this power and reflecting on the pervasiveness in sin in our own lives that we are drawn to enter into the sacrament of reconciliation or confession seeking the forgiveness of our sins as jesus gifts the church with the holy spirit and here in john's gospel the pentecost event occurs on the day of the resurrection he does so first and foremost so that they might have the power over sin Most of us barely have power over the sins in our own lives. There are some sins that have become so habitual for us that we seldom ever think of them as sinful. The once-willfulness has given way to custom and habit. This does not make them any less sinful, and it certainly leads us to a complacency which takes root and destroys us in many ways. Too often, and certainly as the stress induced by the pandemic and the burdens financial, personal, relational, and yes moral it has foisted upon our lives, it is easy to yield to the power of sin as temptation looms ever in the darkness. This should cause us pause and still a deeper reflection and a resolve. Certainly reflecting on the meaning of sin in our lives is only the first step in understanding the meaning of divine Mercy. Once we have come to grips with our need for mercy, we experience that mercy in increasingly grace-filled ways. In his encyclical of 1980, Dives in Misericordia, St. Pope John Paul II reflected on the fullness of God's mercy in our lives. God's mercy is life-sustaining, fully enriching, and leads us to perfection in love. Having confronted sinfulness in our lives, we find more and more ways in which to see and experience God's mercy day to day. We also then become more and more keenly aware of the ways in which the propensity to sin in the world threatens our ability to experience and extend God's mercy to the world. In short, it becomes a circle, one in which we have to be careful not to get trapped. Indeed, our call is to perpetual conversion and deepening awareness and reliance upon God's infinite mercy and in responding to the call to be persons of mercy in the world.
6: We walk by faith and not by sight No gracious words we i
0: Welcome back uh, to Friday Live on this Easter Friday, Easter Day. And you mentioned, uh, is there any special program you mentioned to me where you're line here?
1: Right. Uh, you know, again, another different Sunday of, of not being able to go for two or three o'clock devotions at the different parishes. By now, a year ago, we would have been talking about all those churches that are having special events for the Divine Mercy Sunday.
0: Right. So we are going to actually broadcast... This Sunday, Divine Mercy Sunday at noon, we're going to have a special Divine Mercy preview show live from Stockbridge. So I don't know what they're doing in Stockbridge, but they're having mm. something. Obviously, they're not going to have the crowds they had right. in the past. But So the Divine Mercy preview was on at noon, immediately followed by Mass and Celebration of Divine Mercy from Stockbridge. Uh, and then at 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, we're going to go down to Alabama, to EWTN, and they have a Divine Mercy Holy Hour. Oh. That will broadcast live. So oh, that's good. Just turn that's on good. the radio, keep it on. And <laughs> you know,
1: we were just in Stockbridge. Remember my pilgrimage up to Canada? And we, the first night we stayed. Um, oh, that's right. You stayed there. At the National Shrine of Divine Mercy. And I guess that was September, right? September or September.
2: Pilgrimage?
0: September.
1: And. Um, They said, now go behind the chapel and look out. And this Sunday, you know, this coming Divine Mercy Sunday, which would have obviously is this Sunday. They said, you can just imagine this whole field. And we saw that an entire grassy area in front of the outside altar. She says, it's just a sea of people. And now when you watch it on TV in the spring, well, we're not going to be doing that. <laughs> mm.
0: Massachusetts but is one of the harder-hit states, I think they are say. Are
1: they also? But then again, you think of the cities Population, like Boston, yeah. mm-hmm. where those were little tiny towns apart now from see, we saw, Now,
0: so we were driving into the station this morning, and we hit traffic on, on Ewingville Road here, right. and I thought, we thought maybe there was an accident or something, finally made it up to our driveway, pulled into the, into the station, but the... The traffic went down Ewingville Road. You went for a walk.
2: I
1: went for a walk and I thought, okay, I'll see what it is. You know, is there a, an accident or a fire or what's going on? Just it was nice at that time. The sun was out and I kept walking up uh, past Eggert's Crossing and then Green Lane, where mm-hmm. Green Lane connects with Ewingville Road, that's where the cars were trying to turn in. And then you could see an equally lengthy line coming from the other direction, again, to turn on Green Green Lane. lane. The only thing I can imagine, because I know that Trenton State or University, what do they call it? The College of New Jersey. When I went there, it was Trenton State College. But College of New Jersey has a testing site.
0: I I just I can't imagine that many. First of all, shouldn't you only get tested if you think you have it? I mean, you have symptoms?
1: You have to... Have a prescription from your doctor that says, okay, you're... Do you? Oh, yeah, you just can't drive up So that many people
0: had prescriptions from their doctors? That's
1: what I understand, but don't take my word. I mean, there's so many stories out there, but I thought um, that you had to have permission to go. You couldn't just electively go and say, I think I might have it. You you know, you already were pre-screened with something.
0: We um, were watching something last night where the commentator was saying how... It doesn't make a lot of sense because you could go get tested today and say, "Okay, I don't have it," and then tomorrow you can get it. Yeah, I I think the, the effort should be put in the antibody tests to see if you had it, <laughs> and mm. you're clean, and you you can't get it, and you can't spread it, so you can go out and enjoy life, you know, right. without worried about anything. Right, you're right. Either making anybody else ill or making yourself.
1: The test is only good for like right now. Right now, you are right. Negative. Right now, you don't have it. But tomorrow you can go to the store or whatever you might do and come in contact with someone.
0: But and your then chances of getting it are, I mean, point, is, is it uh, point, uh, one? point, point zero, something. I, I just, you know, we're not, I'm not minimizing it. It's a very serious situation. People are dying from it. Yes, we understand that. Uh, and But I, I just think the way people are, what I'm more concerned about is the way people are reacting to it. Yeah. Not that you don't take it seriously, but it's the, the reaction and, and the application of these things.
1: Mm-hmm. But what are they reacting to? Not the virus itself. They're reacting Fear. to the media's hype Fear. of Fear. the situation.
0: So like all these cars lined up out here, they're all, they're all getting tested. And so if they say, okay, you're negative... That's only half the battle. But if you have an antibody test where they say you had it and you don't have it anymore, and you know you, you're you okay. You can't get it again, right, Most right. likely they they say, and, and you can't spread it. So I don't know. I just think because we know you had it.
1: <laughs> we know, we know, we don't know. 100%, I swear,
0: you had but. to have had it in December. Mm-hmm. You were so sick I know. with that horrible, horrible cough. You had the fever. Yeah. You had the cough, the chest pains, you had the fatigue. Mm. You had everything. I know. And yeah, your doctor you gave down you three different antibiotics, didn't work obviously, so it was viral.
1: And she eventually said, when I called her again, I said, I'm still having all these symptoms like nothing, the fever, five days, and Tylenol wouldn't even break it. You know, that couldn't get rid of the fever. She goes, I don't know what else I can do for you. <laughs> so I said, thank you. You're the doctor and I'm the musician. Yeah. But she goes, I, I can't help you. You know, if you're still feeling this way, go to the emergency room. And I but thought, a lot I- of
0: people are saying, and I think that was, you know, you read the articles now, they're saying a lot more people had it and have it and don't even know it. Right. Um, which, if you have it, and you don't know it. It's, it's right now. It's, it's, and that's a serious thing because you can come in contact with someone who's vul- who's in the, the vulnerable category,
6: whatever. Right, they, right.
0: But um, I, you know, I don't know. I just, I just think it's, it's. I think the application of we should be following the guidelines. Number one, you should, you know, social distancing and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. washing your hands, mm-hmm. which I did anyway. Right. I was always socially distant I, <laughs> I always washed my hands and carried around hand hand sanitizer
1: you always did I which always is, did. and you know, you don't get sick whether mm. it's the flu I don't shake or hands a
0: sign of peace either
1: colds nothing <laughs> He's never sick and so there it is so, I mean it's, it's simple
0: my mother always taught me I was we were laughing I was we were we were texting we were texting with Angela our daughter who lives in New York and I was saying when, when nanny my mother, she was from the Bronx, and she graduated high school. She graduated early, my mother. like She graduated when she was 15, 16 years old.
2: Oh, my.
0: And then immediately, because her her dad had passed away when she was only 10, so her mo- mom was a, a widow and, you know, obviously not a lot of income. So my mother went right to work, and she worked down on Wall Street uh, as a secretary. And she would take the subway back and forth from the Bronx, but she always wore gloves. <laughs> I said, Nanny was way ahead of her time That's wearing funny. gloves on the subway because she didn't <laughs> want to get her hands dirty with germs. <laughs> So she was, uh, and she was, and she would kid. always
1: tell you then. That's You right. and your brother would go in for yes, games. Well, don't we did not wear anything.
0: gloves. Yeah, don't touch anything. Don't. She used to say, "Don't, don't look at the people." <laughs> she couldn't <laughs> look at people. Those, these are her rules. We'd go to Yankee Stadium on the subway. Don't look at the people. Don't stand too close to the edge of the subway mm-hmm. uh, track.
2: She was you know, wise. You know,
0: fall in, um, and then don't laugh at anybody. Oh, don't yeah. laugh. At yeah. anybody. Oh, she. One thing I, I still remember this. The first time. I ever went to uh, Yankee Stadium. She put us on the suburban bus out of New Brunswick there, and I was probably in seventh grade. And she said to me, now, when you're on the bus, if there's an older person or a woman standing and there are no seats around, get up and offer them your seat. She yeah. always taught me to, yeah. whether an older person or a woman. old the values, right? Just Mm -hmm. if if there's a woman standing and there's no seats and you're sitting, get up and offer her your seat. Mm -hmm. Hold the door open. I mean, she taught us all these things. But today they they get it on your case for being, you know, chauvinistic. Right. But chivalry. My mom taught me chivalry.
1: (laughs) But, you know, I'm thinking. So I did have to go to Lowe's yesterday. I picked up a couple things. Yeah, you and
0: how many other people?
1: So crowded. You could barely find a place to park. The store was packed, and they didn't have any of the, um, like, I was now we the, live in
0: Pennsylvania, so this is over in Langhorne.
1: Right. This is so maybe it's different in New Jersey, but I know some of the groceries they will limit how many people go in. They're counting how many people are in the store, whatever those pharmacy, whatever. They're counting the bodies in there, and then you have to go like one way direction. The different aisles are like a one way street, so you really wouldn't. It just helps with the social distancing. You know, mm-hmm. it's just easier. But um, Lowe's, it was just run amok, and people were trying to be careful, and some people had the masks. But I thought then, and yet you can't go to church. No. It, it was so crowded. You're, you're exchanging money with the cashier right there, closer than you and I yeah. right now. And I thought, you could go to church. Churches, at least up at my place. At, for the 12 o'clock mass, our church seated probably 800 people. 700 800 people, we didn't have a hundred at our noon mass
0: on There's, a regular Sunday on
1: any regular mm. given Sunday. So, why couldn't you be having masses and sitting far apart? But see, now in it's Metuchen, like... the
0: churches are still open, Metuchen Diocese. The churches Metuchen, are still right. open here in mm. Trenton, they're not. And we think we also found out that Newark and Patterson are also closed,
1: right? The doors are locked, you can't even go.
2: I don't in know and about Camden,
0: pray. but like we were yeah. saying with Jim. Depending on where you are in New Jersey, the cases are higher up north than they would be down
2: mm-hmm.
0: in South Jersey.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't know. Just just pray that it's all over soon. I mean, well, the are, same in, in Michigan. We
1: watched how in Lansing they had thousands of cars descend upon the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, you know, the they, were, they, they were having a bit of a demonstration against that governor. but. I, there's another state where it's southern Michigan, packed with all those cities, Detroit, Ann Arbor, Lansing. But if you go up northern to the peninsula, you couldn't find a person to stand next to if you wanted to. It's such wide-open country. So it seems like if you're going to make a decision, it should be regional by county.
0: Well, hopefully, but what the president said yesterday, they're going to start gradually, f- yeah. three phases, bring bring people back. Uh, of course, you're laid off, you're unemployed. <laughs> That's right. I feel
1: like I'm retired. You're it all- took me a couple of weeks to calm down because I always felt like I, I I should have been doing something or rushing somewhere or, you know. And I think in a month I haven't gone through a, a whole tank of gas yet. I used to go every couple of days. I'd go through a tank of gas. Well, because you were driving up to Flint my and, commute, yeah. but. Anyway, so what well, you and say? We're saying
0: more like you're on furlough, though. I mean, yeah. your pastor let let you go, and the other workers in the parish up in Flemington, because right, but they nobody's can't pay going us, mass, right? right. Okay. So anyway, but you are able to collect unemployment, so that's nice.
1: We will see if that <laughs> comes in. <laughs> we have I don't know these it, battles.
0: You you're eligible. You have to get you paid into it. You will get in.
1: I know. It just takes away. You have to be patient. So I'm. But I'm now I'm doing little projects in the house, and I'm helping here at the radio
0: station. That's right. We're
1: having fabulous fun. Yes. But I'm do glad I I am glad you go to work.
0: <laughs> every now and then. <laughs> well, I come over here every day. I mean, I'm I'm over here every He's day. Di-
1: yeah. Life uh, my, for you isn't that different. Not different, different no. no.
0: Except you're home.
1: <laughs> and I'm cooking dinner. Yeah, it's great. You what? I'm making dinner. I didn't used to cook much.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're making dinner. <laughs>
6: Last night you made dinner. That's right, I did. You did. (laughs) We're going to
0: take a break, and then when we come back, Susan Tassoni will be here. She has a new book called Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, 365 Reflections from the Divine Mercy uh, Diary. So stay with us, friends. More to come on Friday Live. It's called Oceans. Yes, well,
1: you know, I thought of like, Oceans. Like Oceans of... of Mercy. Exactly.
0: Because Sunday is Divine Mercy Sunday, and joining us now is a wonderful friend of ours, been a, a guest many times, and a uh, book we're going to talk about today, 365 Reflections, Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, uh, written by our friend Susan Tassoni. Susan, welcome to the program, and happy Easter to you.
8: Oh, happy Easter, Jim and Cheryl. It's a, uh, it's a. Uh... Nice to be talking to somebody outside my apartment. Yes. <laughs> yes, now, how you, are you? Outside of quarantine. That's yes. right.
0: Now you're are you in the Chicago area?
8: Yeah, mm. I'm right in the heart of it, uh, mm. Jim.
0: Wow. Yeah,
8: it's a little bit tense. Uh, I was up at 7 this morning and I figured no one would be at the store when they're when it's snowing. And neither would I, but in this situation, I was out there. And even in the snow, everybody's got their masks on and and keeping six feet away um, it's a uh, it's a uh, uh, very densely populated here mm-hmm. you know we're just about a mile or two from downtown Chicago oh. and a lot of uh, young professionals are here so what you see what I've experienced most is when I go out I have to do it early because these youngins um, run, and there's no gym, there's no health club, there's no gym in the building. The lakefront is, is uh, you know, is off limits. So guess where they run. The on the st- sidewalk and in the streets. Oh <laughs> so, boy. Oh, so boy. I, I figured that out real quick. I thought, okay, seven in the morning when it snows, I'm sure they're not gonna be awake.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, it's a very... I was
8: right. But I came home, you know, wearing that mask, your you know, your glasses sure, steam yeah. up and you could hardly breathe. So oh, you know, it's uh, it's 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 uh it's interesting. Yeah. It's a good sacrifice, that's for sure, to get souls out of purgatory, which we really need to. A lot of people are dying, like like what, hundred and four a minute oh, i i heard mm. um so there's a lot of souls that that you know didn't get the sacraments or mm-hmm. died suddenly you know mm-hmm. with this virus and you know we need to be there for them by Absolutely. praying that chaplet Absolutely. sure
0: well now one thing I, I, that i know we've done here and i'm sure you're f- aware familiar with people are putting the divine mercy image on their door on their window is that you? happening yes. by mm-hmm. you too happening out there in Chicago as well. Oh,
8: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's been circulating um that's been circulating for a couple weeks now to face outside to face outside, you know, yes. seal the door, seal the window. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's on he's my he's on my apartment door, inside and out. <laughs> oh, great! great. I like you know what you know. You're going to protect me both when I walk out and when I come in. Yeah, um, good. Yeah, very well. Of course, you know he said, "Venerate my image," mm-hmm. um, and a lot of miracles come from that image. That's one of his messages to venerate the image. And right. what a beautiful way to do that! What a witness. Um, people on my floor see it. I'm not embarrassed. I've I've had other things on the door, but that's just a, you know looks like a collage now. <laughs> <laughs> well, now here, Susan,
0: you you're obviously a a very very well connected Catholic and a very spiritual individual. Have a great relationship with our Lord, I'm sure. I
8: have to keep up with you and Cheryl. Oh no, please! No, no, no. <laughs> but
0: now on a spiritual side in all of this, what what are you what are you sensing? What are you feeling regarding either either not not the cause or the reason, but even how to deal with this spiritually,
8: you know um uh, to pray um it was uh, to pray um in fact you're you're seeing statistics um and articles and um uh, that talk about the increase of prayer, people praying more um one one I heard that saw the um saw the pope uh bless the world Um, this was EWTN and he was an atheist and he converted just because of that yes Um, I heard that you know we God's calling us back to him it's so obvious I don't know about you but I feel his presence you know I always feel his presence one-on-one but I feel it like all like we're all in this together he's looking at all of us the whole planet is one, and I feel like I'm just not the only one. Me talking to him, he's looking down on all of us and calling us to him. That's what I think. And to be prepared. That was uh, that really struck home with me because there are no priests. Um, you can't get the sacraments, at least not here in Chicago. I'm not sure how other states are handling it, and, you know, you know, stay in the state of grace, uh, mm-hmm. you know, go to confession, you yeah. know, convert, all the things that, you know, this book, it, it was really interesting um, doing this book. I didn't realize that this was right before the heels of this virus, mm-hmm. and so, you know, so it, the the in was unbelievable, because what's going on today, people are on pins and needles, there's fear, there's anxiety, there's the loss, there's so much loss of loved ones, the unemployment, Um, and so this is a perfect time, you know, to be entering into prayer with our Lord, especially with Jesus and Faustina, because he speaks to her and us and gives us a blueprint for life. He Mm -hmm. tells us exactly what we have to do to live a life worthy of heaven, and he has very clear directions on how to deal with the fear and the anxiety, which is so prevalent today. Mm -hmm. So, Those are my thoughts. It's all about prayer, and it's all about being prepared, and and of course, there was something that—you know, this is my fifth book on Faustina, Jim and Cheryl, and what surprised me most when I did this um, was that he stressed— over and over and over again to pray the chaplet, to pray the chaplet, especially for the dying and how important it was and how he, he had Faustina go to bedsides, you know, to pray the chaplet and to that where the souls were, uh, were you know, they were being attacked by demons. And she was there, so the chaplet and the soul calmed down and, and died in peace. Um, he promises that you'll receive great mercy at the hour of death when you pray the chaplet Mm -hmm. and he told priests to recommend it um to sinners um there's an unimaginable graces that is attached to the chaplet and we're doing it right now we're doing that nine day novena praying praying the chaplet and the novena which actually covers everybody in the world Specific days, you know, he's covering groups of people every day. And today, we're we're praying for the souls in purgatory. Yes. So that's my thought. You mm. know, to to you know get he's pulling us closer to him, and he wants us to be prepared at all times and be in the state of grace. There is more. Pray the chaplet, um, go to confession, adore. Um, he well, we can't receive communion, but we have spiritual communion. Right.
2: Um,
8: he talks about doing his will. That's another big thing, um, and he also points out the great love he has for us, and that's another thing that jumped out me. There were two that was that chaplet mm-hmm. and his love for us. His love is so beyond our imagination, and I was so overwhelmed by what I saw in the diary again in this book at the end of each month. you're going to see the passages about how great his love is for you,. Mm-hmm.
0: We're talking with Susan Tassoni, our friend, and she's written a book called Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You. It's published by Sophia Institute Press. That's SophiaInstitute.com. 365 reflections, Susan, so there's one for each day of the year, obviously. And tell us a bit more about the content. It's it's, it's uh, selections from the diary and other reflections that you've written?
8: Yes. You know, it's interesting. People say, well, what did you do? Did you pick out, you know, do you pick out? You just go through the diary and pick them out no um i i was very you know there's a something that guided me um uh Jim and Cheryl, there's a a book that, it's not a, well, it's called The Concordance. And what I discovered when I was doing Day by Day with St. Faustina, which we did last year at this time, it was her words, her inspiration, what she felt, her experiences, how she handled things. It was really good. And while I was doing that, you know, a year ago, I realized, oh my gosh, there's Jesus' words. And he was speaking to her as well. And that's when I thought, I can't fit them all in. I can't fit him in with her. And that's when I realized we've got two books here. So this book is all his words. And this concordance that I use to guide me literally gives you every single thing he said on every topic, every theme, every sub-theme. And that's what guided me. Um, So there's about 30 themes that... Are in the book that he talks about you know he talks about you know spiritual warfare he talks about the cross, he talks about sacrifice he, the value of suffering he talks mm-hmm. about he talks about praying for the souls in purgatory um, he tells us you know you know he gives us advice um, with with these spiritual warfare directives he gave us you know he gives us advice about them to her and to us he 's really also speaking speaking to us, he talks about fear. Um, and not to be afraid that he's always with us, no matter what happens to us. Um, he talks about, of course, his mercy and the chaplet. Um, so really, it's everything he he wants to say to us that I gleaned out of the diary and put in, you know, 365 days. Um, and there's about 30 themes that he, he covers.
0: mm That's beautiful. Uh, Again, friends, we're talking with Susan Tassoni, uh, and uh, she's written uh, the book called Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, 365 Reflections, published by Sophia Institute Press. That's sophiainstitute.com. And uh, Susan, as you said, this is your eighth book about Faustina? This is my fifth.
2: Oh, fifth. Okay. Yeah,
0: I did. There were some key things. Key. She had. She had the mission of
8: you know, spreading divine mercy, but she also had the mission of, you know, adoration, conversion of sinners, and the souls in purgatory. So th- those three books um, is what I did, you know, prior to this, and they all won awards. And then I did all of what Faustina had to say. And then I realized, oh my gosh, there's Jesus's words. And let me tell you something, Jimmy Cheryl, You don't really talk about this. I've been writing for 21 years, and this is my 13th book. Never in all my experience did I ever have such—I don't know the word—harassment. I mm. don't. What's the word? Resistance. A, a, attack.
2: Yeah.
8: Jim and Cheryl, I never had issues. I mean, yes, you had struggles, and you—you right. were—you know—you had things you had to handle like and obstacles challenges. and things. This yeah. was beyond anything i had ever experienced
1: that's when you know it's going to be something powerful that's going to reach people touch people help people and just think of the timeliness right now exactly i I,
8: literally i was going to stop writing it was that bad i ended up in the hospital Uh i ended up with surgery it was one thing after another and the book almost was destroyed Oh. On top of it, that, was, that, was, that did it. Then my Italian got in me, and I thought, <laughs> no one's going to stop me. And, of there course, I go. was talking to some priests, and they said the same thing. Yeah. Yes. And sure enough, just when it came out on the Feast of St. Joseph is when the, when the virus hit. Oh, and and right. this, this message, they said, is for our time. Um, you know, he has a lot of things to say to us. He has advice to give us. What does he say? Don't get discouraged. Yes. Don't get discouraged. He said, yeah. Be patient okay that it 's okay to feel fear and to be scared, but be patient and know that he 's with us and how do you how do you get out of that fear and and that uh, and that worry and those pins and needles? practice charity. Those are his words. So mm-hmm. so there's a lot of directives about this time. What, what does he say for families? You know, how can Faustina help our families today? It should be, there was one line that he, again, they're all his words. He told us to stay home. That was
2: hysterical. Mm-hmm. i like,
8: okay, <laughs> okay, we are all
1: home. <laughs> we can says, fulfill that request real
8: quickly. <laughs> we, that was easy. That's an that easy was, one, That yeah. was, you know, but he it's says to amazing. stay home. That the family is the, the, Benedict XVI said this, the family is the little church. Yeah. Because right. it transmits God, it transmits the love of Christ by the power of the sacrament of matrimony. And he said, make the little church of your home a place of love and prayer. Right. Mm-hmm. And families are strengthened when we forgive, a right. big thing with Jesus. Um, it doesn't mean that we put up with each other's nonsense. You know, we all have our foibles, but we can be firm. Our goal is not to be hurtful, but, you know, but to, but to forgive.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, I was reflecting on that a little bit, Susan, um, on Easter and throughout this week. How we're all confined to our homes and the churches, church buildings are locked and people can't get in. But I was saying the churches really have been multiplied because every little domestic church now there is <laughs> scattered about this entire country and the Lord is asking us to spend these Easter days in our domestic churches with the people who are who mean the most to us, who are most important to us in our mm-hmm. lives. I mean, who could ask for more than that?
2: Right.
8: Absolutely. You know, I read voraciously and the articles that are coming out over and over again about the you know, I people are calmer, the earth has calmed. Even scientists say that the earth has calmed down. It's not pounding with 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 oil you know people Mm -hmm. driving oil and people driving in trucks and drilling Mm -hmm. the earth is calmed um people people around me they're calmer i know you know my heart skips a beat you know just something that happened to me and it doesn't there's just such there's more peace and there's more calm i mean there's you know there's a there's there's a plus side to it, and and um, more re- people are—I read a whole article about people going back to relationships and trying to mend them, mm-hmm. Yes. and that's yeah. what it's all about. Right. Yes.
0: Again, friends, we're talking with Susan Tassoni. The book is called Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, 365 Reflections, published by Sophia Institute Press. That's SophiaInstitute.com. And so maybe before we uh, leave, Susan, what would you tell our listeners as far as the book goes— how this really can help them through these very difficult times
8: um he well he says you know we're we're on pins and needles, and you know a lot of people are feeling discouraged what is jesus what does jesus say you know he if I said you know what does he say about discouragement? He said discouragement is is um is is not of God, and that you know while well, it can paralyze us, we can overcome it with confidence in God. We can practice charity. We can get out of ourselves and enter into that immense heart of God. He says, you know, sacrificial love like this, no matter how small, evicts the enemy. You know, what? what every night, I don't know about you in New Jersey, but there's high-rises all around me. Do you know every single night at 8 o'clock at night, these high-rises come alive. People come out on their balconies and sing and <laughs> Clap and whistle, and mm. I have a kazoo. All <laughs> to thank the medical team, yeah. the Fabulous. doctors and the Good. nurses.
1: Do you have that in, in New York City? They're doing that every night city. at seven. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're do- it's, it's here. It's here in
8: Chicago. That's one thing. And as I said, have patience with yourself. Pray, you know, um, mm. and and pray. That's what he's doing. You know, pray the chaplet. So many people are dying. You know, we're talking. Thousands and thousands, and they're dying without the sacraments. They're dying without a priest. Um, they, it, it, your your chaplet can can give them the grace that they need, right. that they may need. Right. So I I can't stress enough in this book that, that that was one of the one of the two things that jumped out at me. He's he's insisting and in saying to us to pray that chaplet unceasingly, especially for the dying. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and we certainly have the time, right? We have absolutely no excuse indeed. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it, yes, we do. We mm-hmm. definitely do have the time. And happy. they said that... Um, People, I don't know how they determine this, whoever is, you know, the invisible people inside your computer that say people are going Googling the word prayer. And it's up exponentially, exponentially. In staggering numbers. Yes.
8: um, It's pulling it back to God. That's where, you know— That's where we came from. That's right. Right. Um, And and it also helps people. I've been reading articles about their mission in life. You know, Mm -hmm. Jesus had a mission for Faustina. Does he have a mission for us? God's got a mission in mind for everyone. You know, we're called to live this virtuous life. He called you to put into action today what? What, you, what is he calling you today? Be prudent, or you know, fortitude, temperance with your children, with your husband, right. um, and to put greater trust in God and respond to that call that He's given you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fulfill, what is your mission? It may be just you know, smiling at somebody on the elevator. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's out of our reach. Um, we have a specific mission and a purpose that was given to us at our creation, and you're the only one that can fulfill it. No one else has your mission, and we don't just happen to be. We have a place in God's kingdom. To occupy and the work to accomplish. However, you know, we can, even if we're afraid, turn your fears about who you are or what you want to be or your work to Jesus and allow Him to help you. You don't have to finish the work or the mission in a day all you have to do is begin. You're, you're, an important, you're important to God, and you're a part of this great plan of salvation. I, I like what Benedict said about it. He said, each of us is a result of a thought of God. Each mm-hmm. of us is willed. Each of us is loved. Each of us is necessary. And there's billions of possible human beings that God saw that he could have created, but he created you and me for this time. Right. There's something about you that he wanted to be with him for all eternity. Um... And that's something we have to remember that we're we're made for heaven, Amen. and this is just a this is just a pilgrimage on our way home, and to do good as he did. He went about doing good.
1: And he always brings a greater good out of every situation. Absolutely, Cheryl. Absolutely true. Correct.
0: Well, the book is called Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, 365 Reflections, published by Sophia Institute Press. That's sophiainstitute.com. We've been talking with our friend, the author, Susan Tassoni. Susan, thank you so much for all of your good work. Let's pray for each other and have a happy, happy Easter.
8: Happy Divine Mercy, Sunday to you. and. You know, St. Jim and St. Cheryl, and <laughs> we'll see each other hopefully on the other side of this quarantine. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. One day we will meet.
0: Thank you, Susan.
8: Yes. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: All right, friends, you stay where I, we're going to be right back. Don't go away.
7: My family left the church because of a, a, a very negative experience with a specific priest, and that took my whole family away from going to church for a long period of time there were other catholic churches and there were great catholic churches and great priests but we stopped because of that one specific instance and in a way i was i was cheated out a big part of my journey in my life uh, because we weren't in the church in life it seems like we're always enslaved to something and i think that's that's basically where what our culture is all about right now is we are we are enslaved to power or to greed or to wealth or to lust but there's a true freedom to not be enslaved, but to attach ourselves to God and to be free. My involvement in the church, my relationship with God is who I am. It's what gives me my identity. Thank God I'm home.
6: If you've been away from the Catholic Church for whatever reason, we invite you to take another look. Visit catholicscomehome.org today.
0: All right. Thanks to Susan Tassoni. Again, the book is called Jesus Speaks to Faustina and You, and it's published by Sophia Institute Press. Sophiainstitute.com is their website. Well, um, let's see. Pete says it's been an uneventful Easter week, but Arlene did just make a ricotta cheesecake.
1: We'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> and I think ricotta. we can hand it to each other from a distance, right? Oh, you and I? That sounds wonderful. Now we'll go to Pete oh, go and Arlene. To Pete and
0: Arlene's house. Sure. Why yes. not? Yeah.
1: I want the recipe, my okay. friends. All
0: right. There you go. Thank you for that, Pete. We appreciate it. And uh, thank you, friends, for being with us today. Uh, And just hoping that you stay safe and um, stay well, but celebrate, be joyful. In spite of all this that's going on, be a joyful Catholic this week, every day, but especially this Easter week where we just are rejoicing in the resurrection.
1: And uh, And I was uh, looking through one of my hymn story books by Father Rutler, and he said— and from whenever that book was, maybe five, ten years ago, that... Um Nothing can mitigate the joy of Easter. That's right. And interesting, that was his last yeah. line in, in this particular chapter. It's true. And I thought, how uh, the devil prophetic. would love.
0: He would love. The devil would love to rob us of our joy. But, but look at that.
1: Like you said, the churches are multiplying. <laughs> right. In our little community, there's three or four Catholic churches you could drive to in a d- different right. direction. Well, now you could.
0: The whole neighborhoods, neighborhoods. Every and neighborhoods. house right. should be. That's yeah. right. Every house mm-hmm. is a little, little church. So. Anyway, hopefully we'll be getting out of this soon and <laughs> yes. kinda miss my baseball. Miss okay. the games, but not really. <laughs> I'm I'm not really missing it as much as I thought I would miss it.
2: Oh
1: maybe that. because
0: we've not it's still like we're everything's on hold. Right. You know, just... It's
1: almost like everything has stopped.
0: Right.
2: We're but just...
1: it is. It's it's going back to a simpler time. You're not as busy. I it took me a while, but I am stilled, you know, and calm. Mm-hmm. Took me a little while to get there, though, because everyone's on a uh, hamster wheel, on a merry-go-round, going too fast.
0: Yeah, but my lifestyle has not changed. No. Mine's the same. I spend time over here. We both spent a lot of time over here in the chapel, so that's good. Yeah,
1: it's, it's very nice. All
0: right, friends, we well, have a great, great weekend. Happy Easter and happy Divine Mercy Sunday. And uh, I'll be back on Tuesday, God willing. We'll be back next Friday with Friday Live. Now, I'm not sure about Monday yet. Monday. We're waiting to hear from Bruce on uh, what they're deciding, whether they want to come down here for, uh, prayer, for the prayer. Calling we're, we're, in on
1: prayer. So we're working we'll, on that, but maybe.
0: We'll keep you posted on that. Uh, yeah. So, uh,
1: And we're keeping all of you in our prayers, all of your extended family
0: and don't Got forget to, uh, that we need you to support the work. I mean, we didn't have a Radiothon yet. We are postponing that, but we count on that this time of year to really carry us through the summer months. So uh, please pray about that. And if you are getting the stimulus check and you don't need it, I know a lot of people do need it, but if you don't need it, uh, it's a, make a nice charitable gift to domestic church media. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're getting good at the ask, Jim.
0: I am. Okay, it's been a while. I've been doing it a long time.
1: But stay healthy and well, Great everyone. Great
0: weekend. God bless you we